Hello and welcome to the iWord podcast. This podcast may, and I think does, contain some pretty strong language, but also lots of gags and lots of enjoyment, hopefully. Welcome back to the iWords. I hope you're all well. Uh, welcome to the second part of this sort of intro trio to the series. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the first episode with George and Martin. Uh, today's episode is with my good friend Alex Moneypenny. Now, Alex is one of those friends that I feel like I've known for my whole life, but actually, I think I've only known him for about five years. Uh, we went to youth theatre together, and then we moved to London around the same time, and have sort of just been best mates really ever since. Uh, he's a he's he's great. He's a perfect kind of person to have on this kind of podcast. He's very just wants to get to the the heart of things, and is a real deep thinker, and also a great actor and a really lovely person. You hear me gush to him quite a lot. Uh, I just because I admire him and I think he's he's fab uh, and also I really wanted to get him on kind of early on because he was one of the main reasons why this podcast in just the fact that it exists he's one of the reasons why it literally exists because I remember listening to his podcast a couple of months ago uh, into lockdown uh, the great The Different Knock podcast uh, about Arsenal Football Club give it a listen and I remember just listening to that and just thinking I was so sort of inspired by the fact that he'd just been like you know what no I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna do something with this time and so you hear later on a voice note that I sent to him which is probably the most gushy thing I've ever done in my life um and he plays it later on and it's really is I have to credit him as one of the reasons why this podcast exists so uh enjoy the episode let's get into it so yeah, like I, I think the the question that I asked to start with last time uh, was when was the last time you felt like you wanted to be an actor? Like when was the last time? It can be like a moment, or it can be like a, <laughs> like something that you did, or like something you saw. Yeah, <laughs> but it can be. So it's sort of that kind of. Because rather we, than we we going up, yeah. yeah cool. Rather than thinking about when was the first time, because I think that's kind yeah. of you know we can touch on that. But everyone's got a similar story. Like yeah, I was three years old and yeah. I saw Jason Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that it's, I think especially for you now, it's interesting to think about when was the last time because mm. of what you've said to me recently. Ooh, are we gonna hear that? Ooh, you just moved to coaster. There you go. So yeah. Oh man. Um, when was the last time? You can cut out my thinking time. When was the last time? No, I like it. I like the thinking time. I think it's really difficult because I will answer your question eventually. <laughs> but, but I think it's really difficult because when. Let's just jump straight into the wanky stuff. Mm. Art and work are really—it's a really complicated thing to 
define, to mix, to navigate to any other wanky kind of words, mm. right? Because ultimately, we all started off being like, I want to do this for whatever reason. Whether it's we saw an amazing film, that's the question you were going to ask when was the first time. We all mm. had that thing, mm. and that was nurtured, and that was we met an amazing teacher. Everyone's, and those stories are incredible, right? But at some point, that thing, as it does in capitalism, <laughs> means that you have to, at some point, go, right, how do I monetize what I want to do in mm. life? Mm. And when the monetization comes in, it becomes even harder. There's another element to the to, the, to that navigation, to that like grappling is such an actor word, grappling with the inner child. Um, to the yeah, no, I shouldn't laugh because you yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, the yeah, it's another thing to kind of to kind of work out and navigate in your in your sphere, and I think it is a big thing. And when something becomes it's easy to say something is a job. Yeah. But then every actor goes, well, it's not a job. It's, it's a, it's, you know, I, yeah. it's a vocation, but it's not really. Mm-hmm. We don't really have a word for it. It's like something we love, but also we need to make money out of. So I suppose I would split it up into two things. The last time I wanted to be an actor, as in like had the thought, oh, I'd love to do that, is at my last audition. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like as in the next job that I want to do. Mm. But the, so I suppose, yeah, literally my last audition, I was like, I'd love to do that thing. But then I have to remember and ask myself and question it, whether that's because it's a financial imperative. As Mm. in, I want to do that thing and I want to be an actor in this thing, but is that because I want to do the physical act of acting or do I want to, the physical becoming someone else or do I like the money and the prestige and that sort of thing? Yeah. So it's really difficult to know, basically, to answer your question, finally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's interesting. It's, in fact, it's something that we talked about in the first one with Martin and George as well, is that, like, it's really interesting that before, maybe probably before drama school, I think everyone has the same thing of, like, they want to be an actor because they want to do, like, you know, the, the famous things or they want to do the parts, they, whatever reason they want to get into it. And as soon as you leave drama school, the first question that people often ask when you get a tape or anything through, and we're going to try and not talk about, like, the I-word industry. Um, but we're going to try and not talk about that. But, like, the first thing people usually talk about is, oh, how much does it pay? Mm. Because the last thing you have when you leave that kind of, a kind of institution like that is security, financial security. Um, no, I think it's really... I think it applies to other things as well. Like, it does... Because I... You know, I think that I was talking to a friend of mine recently where <clears throat> we were saying that he, he was talking about wanting to get a job at Harry Potter Studios because he loves Harry Potter. And I was like, but when you, when you have, when you go to a job, you have three, there's three sort of like, there's like a triangle. It's like you have your enjoyment, you have the actual place, so Harry Potter Studios, yeah. and then you have the job, the nature of the functionality of the job. Right. Once you start the job, the enjoyment goes so your passion for it goes. So then it's just about the functionality of the job in that place. So then it's just like the, the nature of the job of an actor is that you are, you know, because you did a job recently and we can talk about it as well, but like not, we don't have to talk too much about it, but it's like you did a job where you were working, you did you know, eight shows a week. Mm. That's the functionality of the job that you go there at seven and then you leave at like 10. Yeah. You don't really eat till midnight. You, yeah. And, you know, you can cry me a river, mm. but... 
that's what the job is. And if you don't like that aspect of it, then it can be quite annoying. I think you're 100% right. I think people... It's the And think the enjoyment part of the job... Uh, firstly, I, 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 I'd say probably more that I think it's the enjoyment is harder to find. Mm. I don't know whether it goes. I think it can go. But for me personally, I think the enjoyment is harder to find. And I think you're right in that people connect with the enjoyment of a job. Oh my God, you're playing this person at this thing. That's incredible. And mm. what that means for that person. But actually, you don't know that the functionality, as you put it, of the job is me going in mm. <laughs> every day. Uh, I, I, to, to talk about the HR week thing, for me personally, I find that part of it not that enjoyable. The, the yeah. part of the, the kind of waking up at sort of 10 or 11 because you've had a late night last night, mm. you've got a countdown in your day to get to sort of five o'clock. You've got to eat properly. You've got to make sure you look after yourself. You're probably tired from the show. And you do a physical show as well. So it's a different yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, you've got to keep yourself physically in shape, physically in check. You've got all your other life stuff to deal with as well. And then you're in work at five. So you've got a countdown for your day. Most people get up at eight, go to work, they come back at five and their day's mm. over. And yes, they've got tomorrow, but they, they've got to sleep and they've got a whole evening ahead of them. Mm. But it is what you say. It's that, it's the functionality and the, the actual physical doing of a job is so different <laughs> from... But it's interesting, yeah, when you tell people that, it's like... And again, I'm thinking in my head, like, oh God, like, it's not it's not that bad. Like, it's, yeah. not, like, it's not like doing... We're not going down the mines. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, but it's like, that, that's the job. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, like, no matter what you're doing, even if you're doing, like, a, whatever, like, a Marvel film or anything, yeah. the, the, the kind of, like, excitement or the kind of exterior, like, how could that possibly, like, how could you possibly not get any enjoyment from yeah. that is so hard to see. Yeah. So what did you do? So you were there for a while as well. Yeah. You were, you know, away from home as mm-hmm. well. So what did you do? Whether it was about kind of getting, whether it was about getting enjoyment for the job or getting just enjoyment from, like, it sounds big, but, like, life. Like, what did you do mm. to, like, kind of kind of keep you going and keep you, yeah. like, fresh? Or did you just go, oh, God, this, is, this isn't as fun as I wanted it to be? When you think mm. of how fun an acting job could be when you're, you know, when we met, when we were, like, 18. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, full circle, right? <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, I'm so old. I turned 23 the other day, and I'm like, I'm like a washed. You're not up, old. I'm like we're a washed up. If I am, I start saying things like, "Have you seen TikTok?" <laughs> um, I'm I'm very conscious how lucky I am. Yeah. Um, you're not someone. Who, you're not someone for the. That's why I think I can have this conversation with you because you're you're not someone who I would ever think would take what he's had for granted. Like, you've never been that person. No. You've been very self-aware of how lucky you've been. So lucky. From mate. the start. From the fucking, from like, eight years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was, call it, you know, not call it, it's all of these things. It's yeah. privilege. It's, it's being a guy. It's, it's, um, it's having access to facilities. It's having, you know, uh, being in the right place at the right time. It's all of these things. And people believing in you. Yeah. And people and like, you know, luck. and just being like, yeah, to be fair, like I will, I will yeah. work with you and exactly. help you and stuff. So I, f- I feel, so yeah, before, just to preface it, I like, I feel so, so lucky to be in the position that I did. And I really, the job I did, which if you want to look up, you can do, I just don't want to make specifics, just because people might not want their... And also that's not what this is about. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. people might not want their identities revealed, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But, um, so yeah, it, yeah, I, I massively loved the job. 
I loved the people I was doing it with. It was such a supportive environment. But I found myself um, feeling isolated. Mm. Um, partly because I was away from home. Um, oh, even now, man, it's so tricky because this is why mental health is so difficult to talk about because it's not... I can hear people going, yeah, but you did this job. And I go, yeah, I loved the job. Yeah. I loved the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my life outside of the job. Mm. Um, at home, not doing the job. Yeah. <laughs> my life, yeah. while I was doing that thing. Um and I think because acting is such a competitive environment, there is that thing of like, oh, you can't complain. You've got X, Y, and Z. And yeah, so much of that. It's so hard. It's hard. So yeah, talking about like my personal, I struggled with feeling isolated and feeling because I was on my own. Um, there wasn't loads of people my age on the job. It was quite a, yeah. a varied um, set of people. And. Uh, I did have people who are my age and, and friends from, from drama school, but like, mm. yeah, we just kind of did our own thing and, and I'm, we have, you know, slightly different interests and stuff and it wasn't, there was no friction or anything, just, you know, people who do different things. There's, the, there's no narrative to it really. But yeah, to answer your question, um, I think what I did was throw myself into other things, specifically, like, I love football. So I like massively threw myself into like listening to podcasts of football, mm. um, which is why I love podcasts because they kind of like kept me going through that period. Um, and I think a lot of people get that with podcasts. Yeah, I think a lot of yeah. like a lot of yeah. I'd say like during lockdown as well, like lockdown. I'd say yeah. just because I hate just talking call about it lockdown. I just hate I hate just hate calling about talking about the pandemic. But like the <laughs> yeah. the during lockdown, I think a lot of people. Mm. took comfort and just listened to podcasts well right. I, I certainly did right. I'm just going to speak generally now about the whole you know human race human but race. there we go I know <laughs> <laughs> we both know yeah um, yeah so uh, yeah I, I, I found myself throwing myself into other things that I enjoyed I guess to answer your mm. question and um, I think I felt isolated because um, the job was so intense that when I got home I I felt that lack of something. I could I could really hear the silence. Yeah, totally. Of the room. Totally. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're living alone. Yeah, yeah. and I, I wasn't on my own, but I was in a, I was in a massive house basically with a shared kitchen, but I, was, I had my own bedroom and bathroom. You stay in um, digs. Yeah, 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 with with um, with people from the cast. Right. So like you know, I could of course choose to go out, but like I I'm very much someone who needs. I don't recharge with other people. I I recharge yeah, on my own. Same. Um, I find I love being with other people but I do I do need that space as I think as everyone does I'm so special um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so yeah I, I threw myself into other things and I think um, that helped but I, yeah I found it quite isolating and I think it, it, that, that kind of job element came into it it did feel like a, a job clock in clock out clock in clock out at one point and especially sort of mid run um, and I suppose I had to find ways of reconnecting with that joy and I had to actively remind myself which I don't think is like a oh god I had to actively remind myself I think it's really important mm. to know that you have to do that you have to actively remind yourself to not go through the motions to remember how lucky you are to be doing this thing to remind yourself how lucky you are to be here around these people doing this for a job that's amazing but as you say that job is a job you're still doing the same thing every day, 
you have a contract. You're not free. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, you are, as a, if we're talking about cavemen, but, you know, mm. you're not free, really. Um, but you've got to find a way through that. And, yeah, it's a very long-winded answer. But, but I, I found myself relying on things outside of theatre to get me through that period. Yeah, totally. No, I just think it's interesting because it's like, as well, like, if you think back to sort of where you started, mm. sort of, so for context, me and you, we went to the same youth theatre. A rapt Jamie lyrics at you. So the, the first, first time, time I ever met Alex <laughs> was, I was sat down, we were just about doing a music call for a, a thing, I don't even remember what it was, <clears throat> and you just turned to me and said, do you like rap? And I said... Uh, yeah, sure. And you were like, do you know JME? And before I even answered, do, you like, do I like JME? You just started rapping. And then I was sat between you and our good friend, Finn McKinney. And he just Shut started as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we met there. But you'd been there for like... Te- you, talk about how you got into that. Because I think there's an interesting parallel to be drawn. Because... Big Little, which is the youth theatre, which is the amazing, amazing, amazing youth theatre run by lovely Michelle Guy and Colin Billing and, and uh, Sam. And we just... Uh, it's, a, it's a great place down south. And I'm just interested because I think that there's an interesting parallel to be drawn between that and the job that you did in the, that that youth theatre is the kind of like the ideal. It's like everyone's best mates, everyone's all together, everyone's doing a big show together and everyone's like friends outside and you go and you socialise and you grow up together. And then the difference between that and then the company feel that you felt, there's, I don't feel there's an awful lot of difference, Mm. but there's a massive difference in terms of your, seemingly your experience of it. And it's interesting that like, you keep, we keep talking about the job as the job and then the youth theatre is this kind of like, this mindset that's like, oh, it's just free. It's just like youth theatre. Mm. Like, you're not, you know, there's no, there's almost like there's no responsibility there. Yeah. You're just, you're free to just mm. like be, have a good time and to mm. like, you know, like mess around. And I'm, I'm interested to see like what the difference in your mindset is between those two things. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's the freedom. It's the idea that when you're, when you have to do something, it's like when you're a kid, like when you have to do something, you don't want to do it. Yeah. But when you want to do something, you really want to do it. Mm. Um, and that's what you theatre and, and, and Big Little was to me. It was a release. It was a release from school. It was a release from responsibility. It was a release from... So then the work, so then like going away and learning harmonies or like going away and practicing the steps or whatever it was that week was fun. It was like a release. Mm. And that's where you find your love. I think it's where most people find their love of theatre or dance or drama or whatever whatever it is that you may you may end up doing um, they find it as a as a as a cathartic a cathartic kind of place to mm. be in the, both of their physically and in their head because they can get out of their head they can get out of oh so and so said this nasty thing to me at school they can get out of what's going on at home they can get out of that stuff and the difference between that and going to do a job is exactly that it's a job yeah. and I think um, <clears throat> you don't necessarily realise that as a kid and you can't <laughs> yeah. you can't you can't know that and you can't know how the industry sorry 
You can't know <laughs> how. You can't know. It's going to be said so many times. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, I don't think we're going to need like bleeps. Bleeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have to bleep it. Yeah. Um, you can't know how that thing works. So as a kid, you, you just you think this is amazing. I love doing this thing, right? I go on a Saturday, and for me personally, I get a lot of I get a lot out of it, both like socially and and mentally and physically and all all, all of these things. It, it became something part a massive part of my identity, who I was. Oh my god, this thing's amazing. Of course, I want to do it. I see people I look up to who go off to drama school. That's amazing. Oh my god, I, I'd love to do that. And yeah, and then you do it, and it's. And drama school is cool. It's like, oh my god, this is great. I'm doing what I love every day. It starts to become more serious. You start mm. to take it more seriously, but you go, okay, but I'm still, I'm still loving it. Mm. And then by like third year, you're starting to go, okay, I need to. This is a business. This is a thing. Okay, I need to, need to nail that down. And then you do a few jobs, and you're like, okay, it's a job. So this is why I'm saying, like, trying to reconnect with that, with that joy. And I suppose the difference is it. Yeah, as I said the job is then not a release you're re- you you have to find a release from the job now i mm. mean your job or your occupation when you're a kid is school and your parents yeah, and yeah, yeah, your yeah. siblings yeah. and your occupation now is going in every day and and delivering a performance for an audience of paying paying i was going to say visitors what are they called uh, customers fuck no not quite well, yeah. the words no, I know audience audience yeah like an audience that is there. sorry <laughs> So, so long out of the theatre. It's a proper little spike. <laughs> so long out of the theatre, I forgot the word for audience. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. Um, yeah, you. That's your occupation. That's the. But thing. it's interesting. It's like what? But like, I don't know where. I think it's something that will come up a lot in this. It's just like where does that? When? When does that happen? And I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people I've met talk about it in relation to third year. In relation to you stop, I you stop doing it. I think when you're younger, you probably do it for yourself. That's from personal experience, but I would, from other conversations I had, I think you probably do because it's again it's that release and you're wanting to get rid of something or you wanted to express or whatever whatever you feel like you want to do. But I think when third year comes around for people who haven't been to drama school. I, don't want to exclude people, but it's just it's just a it's a kind of particular as an idea way. as an idea. Yeah, it's just a, it's a time when you stop doing it for you and you start feeling like you're doing it for this other thing for the for the I word for this agents for mm. casting directors. You start to mold your enjoyment into this kind of package deal or something. Yeah, yeah. like you're the little meal deal. Like, and you want to have everything sort of like put into you. And I just wonder then if it starts if it starts from there. I mean, I've just gone back around, but I, like I think that it's interesting that you just like what like the, 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 again there seems There's to be no point. difference. There seems to be no difference from the youth theatre stuff to now, except that your your mindset of what the nature of the thing you're doing is. Mm. Like the, the only thing that's really changed is that the fact that you now are lucky enough to be paid for it. Mm. And I think if you if you asked yourself when you were sixteen at Big Little doing uh, like some numbers, if you were told that you could you could be paid to go in on Saturday, yeah. that's like yeah, you, you would, that's the dream. But and I so get, it's it's I don't it's interesting just like how how our mindsets change. Yeah, like it that. is it is fascinating, and I think it's I think 
is the I word, it, it kind of weighs, weighs on you because it, there's more at stake. What's the O word? Uh, um, indigo. Oh, do you mean I word or it? The I word. Oh, I think you said the O word. I, I was word. like, there's another word. There's another oh, word. Yeah. <laughs> I'm changing I'm the name of the podcast. podcast. The wrong thing. Yes. It kind of... It, it does weigh on you, but, but only because it, there's more at stake. There's more... I think it, this is the difference. It's like there's, there's more actually at stake. If I don't get this job, I may not be able to make any savings I may not right. be able to make rent I may not be able to whatever right. that is and with the with the increase in stakes as well as the release um, the lack of uh, this thing not being a release anymore it being your actual occupation and I think mm. that distinction is, a, is, distinction is a big thing yeah you, you, it, it, it flips and then you and then you have to find your release and find your joy you have to find it as much as possible in the job which is easier than mm. any other job do you know what I mean it's, mm. it's much easier to find joy going on stage every night I, uh, there's no denying that um, but it is still an active thing that you have to remind yourself you have to keep going okay well I, I know how lucky I am to be doing this thing mm-hmm. I know how hard I've worked to be here and I don't want to throw away this opportunity and I've taken risks to be here it's paid off and wow isn't that amazing yeah I think I, I think the to come back to the to the drama school thing though that you were saying I think there's an interesting point around the third year or whatever. I think there's some people who are... I know I, there's, there's someone who I know who who um, has always had a sense of, like, the industry, like, weighing right. them down. Right. Like, even at youth theatre level, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the way it is in the industry. Right, right, right. Because they had um, some sort of connections. And... I think it, it's different for everyone. You have those people mm-hmm. on that end of the spectrum who are very early on, like, um, very, like, not uh, knowing or whatever. And then some people who are a bit more naive who kind of come into it and just, oh, I love theatre and drama and it's great and stuff. And then the, the industry hits them like a ton of bricks. But also the industry might not hit them like a ton of bricks. Then mm-hmm. they get a massive break. I think it's, there's, there is no hard and fast rules to that kind of thing. And I think the, the more... I think people. I think people love to put things in like little boxes and go. Well, especially you know. You know. Did you ever have that thing when people at drama school, like the year above, would be like, "Oh, next year you'll this will happen to you." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> they, they, the they loved it. They'd stand. In <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. You know, second, I remember second years and first year. They'd stand in the foyer and they go, "Oh my god, second year, this thing will happen." Da, da, da. No, it won't. Or if it does, well, even if it does, that's not for does, you to it's plan not, on that. It's like, not because you've predicted it. Yeah, you've just had an experience. Yeah, that, good or bad. Yeah, and you just. That started to, yeah. yeah, that feeds into a a narrative that suits you, mm. and you want to pass that on as a way of I don't know, getting that out of yourself or feeling like you want to be superior or whatever it is, like you know, or or just wanting to give friendly advice. Who knows? Mm. But the 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 idea that there is this one set path and yeah. one moment where everyone goes, oh fuck, oh fuck, the 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 industry has hit me on the first day of third year, or when I get my headshots. For me, it was a massively gradual thing. It was a long, long, long process. It's still, it's still hitting me. Yeah, you know, um, it's a long thing. But for some people, there's like one moment where they have a singing lesson which goes terribly, and they go, and their teacher says, "You need to sort it out." And they go, "Fuck, okay, shift, mm-hmm. whatever." Maybe that's a little step up as opposed to I'm on a bit more of a. 
escalator. I don't know, but it's it's a uh, it's it's interesting to look at everyone's individual journey. I think. But this is like why this is why I love talking to you, Alex. Um, but oh, this okay. is why, this, this is why you've always like I've always like I've always like really felt great after I've talked to you because I think we we have similar we have similar interests, obviously. But I think that you've always struck me as someone who's because when you're talking about that spectrum, you always struck me as someone who was that end, who did have the kind of long-term, long-term idea and did have their path and did, they, did know what they wanted to do. Because you've got, you've got a kind of... And I th- I've always said that, like, I've, I've, never had a, I've never ever had a doubt that you'd, you'd work or that you'd, like... Not that I know, but I've always just felt... I've never had a doubt that you'd be successful in whatever you did because you have such a, like an iron will that's just like, I am going to do this. And so I'm surprised that when you say that that, that spectrum, I'm surprised that, you, that that's not something that you think, oh no, I was like that at eight years old. Because in my head of Alex, that what I project onto you is that that was you. Is that you were that kid who was at eight and was like, I know that I'm going to go to Artsed. I know that I'm going to, you know, graduate and I know that I'm going to be working. And after that, when, you know, if I don't work in MT my whole life, I'm going to direct or I'm going to produce or write or whatever. That's always struck me. And so, like, were you not that kid? And if so, were you? Or, like, are you still? (laughs) Canal. Um... (laughs) Ah, Jesus. Well, thanks, mate. I appreciate that. That's really nice. Um, I, th- I, okay. There's a, there's a lot of things, right? There's, there's a, you. Firstly, you met me. For, in terms of your perception, and then which yes, kind of yeah, no, this heads is true. out. You met me at a time when I probably was very focused and very like yes. clear on my ideas and yeah. very clear on. Um, what I wanted to do and I probably as a way as a way of like telling myself was telling people around me that like this is what I want to do whatever or or it was implied by the people around me Um, or I was telling myself things or people were telling me things that I had to do and whatever I I don't know really what um, how that conclusion came to be exactly but I think probably around there. It's a, it's a thing of, you know, I've always thought that I wanted to do that thing. And at the time you met me, I really was clear that, that in my head, certainly at that point, mm. that's what I wanted to do. And I think there's... I talk about spectrums and difference and individual journeys and all this sort of stuff, but the, the, there's one thing that I've always wanted to do is, like, make. Make mm. things. Yeah. I've always it's wanted to make things. That that is That is a universal thing that I've always wanted uh, it's come and gone it's ebbed and flowed it's made me doubt myself it's made me made me um, dislike myself at times for not being able to do certain things or whatever but I've always wanted to make things and I, I think that creative energy um, maybe which is such a wanky word, and it makes me sound like I'm trying to be Kanye it's West. Not wanky word, it's not wanky. I'm not Kanye West. <laughs> Just about it. Like the 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 idea that I, I I want the world to be better, 
and now I'm not so deluded that I think me standing on stage singing a song makes the world better. I'm saying that through my path, um, I want things to get better. I want I want art to get better. I want to improve the pe- people around me by improving myself, first and foremost, by mm. being the best version of myself mm. and then allowing others around me, giving giving them the, com- the, the com- uh, implicit permission that everyone gets from the people around them to be themselves in the way that you're giving me permission right now to be myself because you're listening to me, you're talking to, uh, talking to me, caring about my answers, giving me a platform. You are implicitly allowing me to be myself. So I thank you for that and I want to be that person for everyone else. Mm. I want to facilitate. I want to create and I want to be the best version of whatever that ends up being. Now, right now, because of situations, and this kind of comes back to our thing about work, isn't it, that these things become monetized and become whatever, mm. whatever they are. I have to make money. I can't just be like, I'm a creative. I just, I make yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, you have to, you, you, you have, have to, you also bills. have to live and you, you also have, have to be able to cook yourself yeah. food in the evening. Yeah. So it's the same thing I said earlier. It's the grappling. It's that thing earlier. But it's the, it's the idea that, so that's, I think that maybe that answers what you've always seen in me. Like that has always been there. Mm. I think w- circumstances change. I don't get into drama school the first year. I have struggles, like my dad passes away during drama school, loads of stuff happens that dents that and, and makes you doubt that and makes you, but the creative energy has never wavered. Yeah. And hopefully I've explained myself enough that to people when they hear me say creative energy, don't think I'm a wanker. No, no, I think, I think that's exactly what we were both saying that like, it, yeah. it, 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 and again, like, I mean, we don't have to talk about it as much as anything, but you know, I remember speaking to you after your dad passed away. And again, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, he's still not changed. He's still like fucking razor sharp and knows and is, and is, well, at least attempting to try and understand this experience and try and process it and still trying to like move forward. And when you describe unwavering, that's one of the words I'd probably use to describe you is that it's just like, it's just straight and narrow. Whatever yeah. way, whatever you're doing. Yeah. And so that kind of leads me on to, not to redirect where you were going, but just like, kind of t- leads me on to talk about like, you know, stuff like this newer, like your podcast. Yeah. Which is like great. Yeah. And is, you know, one of the reasons why this podcast exists. Because seeing you again, seeing you, do- <laughs> basically, I just want to copy you. But like, <laughs> <laughs> seeing true. you, seeing you do that. I'm going to show you my head. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing you do that is like, that's exactly what you wanted. You wanted to cultivate, you wanted to allow people to do things. And you doing your podcast has allowed, you know, me to do this. But like, how did the, how did the podcast come about? And was that from the same sort of idea of, I just want to create something that's just, that I can just put out there and I can put out as like, you know, as, as, again, use your word wanky, but like as a gift. And just being like, I just want to put out something that's nice. There's nothing to do with the pandemic. Or is that just me projecting that onto it? No, 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 you're right. Like, I think, yeah, it's the, the unwavering thing is that and the creative energy is there. But where I'm going with that creative energy, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. the, the pandemic, obviously, fuck's sake. Guys, there's a pandemic on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> still. Yeah. This will be broadcast yeah. in 2023. Yeah. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Boris is track and trace is coming guys (laughs) Um, the yeah that creative energy has never has never been in doubt for me I've always wanted to make things and be be the the most 
be the mo- be be that person that everyone goes, oh mate, why don't we why don't we do this together? Why don't we create this thing together? Why why don't, why don't I um uh I, you know I love that top. Where'd you get it? Oh my god, I'm gonna get the same top. Like it's it's that I just fucking love cool shit. <laughs> it's such a <laughs> yeah no, yeah. the podcast <laughs> cool shit. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and the podcast itself that that you're referring to. Um, is a, is an Arsenal podcast, and I've always loved football as a way like a way of escaping from from theatre. It's called the Different Knock podcast. The Different Knock podcast. If you're interested, available on all podcast platforms. Uh, platforms. Um, yeah. So that came from again the creative energy. I'm like, I, I, I had to make something. I was I was getting angsty and speak to my girlfriend. She'll tell you. Like I was like, shout out to Natty. Big shout out. To Natty. Big shout yeah. out, Natty. Like I was like. Shaking, I was like, "Fucking!" I I needed to make something because I'd yeah. been in this place where I was literally just like. So I'd been like, uh, I was writing a musical. I haven't told you something about that, by the way. Oh, wow! Um, I was writing a musical, and I, which is great as well. Which is another thing that you did as well. Which <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god!" Um, <laughs> I was like learning Spanish. Um, I was writing this little, um, like football hall, like radio show thing. Mm. Um, and I was, um, what else was I doing? There was, uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, there, there's, there's some other, there's, basically I was, tr- I was doing loads of things, loads of creative things that were happening. I was having meetings about short films, like that was happening, right? But I didn't have a structure. I didn't have like a, which is why, which is, again, it's the grappling. It's the, it's the, it's the negotiation that I talked about at the beginning of this thing. It's the negotiation. It's the, it's the working out between how do I have this creative energy and how do I channel it into something that's going to benefit me and make me make me and the world better so I, I I'm I was making all these things but it wasn't it didn't feel like it was benefiting me because it felt so scattergun it felt so unstructured it just felt like creativity for great creativity's sake and hmm. things weren't yeah. structural and yeah. things weren't didn't feel like they were progressing forward moving forward in that where, where I believe the correct negotiation should be and where I struggle in creative endeavours when people I don't feel like there's a structure you can weigh yourself down with structure in creative uh, in creative endeavours but you also can pull yourself back if you, if you if you don't give yourself enough structure anyway boring mm-hmm. so the 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 podcast came out of something where I was like I'm never going to have another opportunity in my life where my entire industry is shut down and I can create something that I love talking about that I can learn how to do and this is definitely like a privileged white guy who just believes he can just do anything he turns his hand to 100% big mm-hmm. time but also there is just me going I will just not give up until I learn how to do this thing so I spent <clears throat> hours just learning how to do it just like literally just googling shit trying stuff out getting it wrong asking friends doing all that stuff until I worked out how to do it and I started this podcast because I wanted some structure I wanted something that I could pour my creative energy energy into, have different ideas, talk about something that I love. So it's a perfect thing for me. I love the sound of my own voice. I love talking to people about football. I love making creative, uh, creating something. I love being in control of what I do. I love, um, I love football. I probably said that already, but I love football. Uh, but yeah, it's it's all of those things, and it's the it's the perfect opportunity for me to 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 and monetize it. So that's the thing. Mm. It's like. That's not my first thing. I don't care about that because I, I promise you, I would not be doing this podcast. I would not be doing anything 
if I didn't enjoy it or I didn't love the creating of it. That yeah. is the when you, primary thing. When you spoke to me about it the other day, because I asked you what you were doing for like hours, you know, money and stuff. <laughs> but I asked you what you were doing for money, and you were like, "Oh, the the yeah," and also the pod might start making money. And I'd never the like I knew, and I'd never even considered that was why that was it was gonna that it was gonna make money. Like that's insane. Yeah. So because I because I knew that that wouldn't be what you would do it for. Because it's like why why make, if you want to make po- money, why do a yeah. podcast? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the, and the, I remember what I was trying to think of earlier. Yeah. I'm on a website called Fiverr, and I'm doing voiceover stuff. And again. I didn't think about that because it didn't come to mind because it's so scattergun because it's yeah. so like just random but again it was it was lack of structure and that again comes from me wanting to I just want to get better at that I want to be good at it mm. <laughs> I like being good at things yeah I like cool shit I like yeah, being good yeah, at things yeah, and yeah. The, yeah as I say so like the, the and, and on Fiverr I'm literally getting five dollars so four quid three pounds forty nine or something because they take a bit off for a, a voiceover it takes me half an hour but that's that's getting me better every time. Mm. So that's why, but yeah, the structure didn't happen through all those things. So the podcast felt like a really good way of just being like, I'm going to record these days. I'm going to put it out these days. And mm. yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. But how, how was, so, so that was what you kind of took from the, the lockdown experience. Was that kind of, you wanted to try and refine that structure in things again yeah I guess I mean because where where were you I don't remember I I was in various locations Um, so essentially and I basically when restrictions lifted I moved Um, so I was in London I moved Uh, back to live with my mum because she was on her own in Bournemouth bless her big shout out to money Gail big shout out big shout out to Gail money what a woman Mate, if she listens to this, I'll be buzzing. <laughs> she hasn't listened to the podcast. She hasn't listened to football. It's because she's not a football, so she'll, I'll get her to listen to this. I'll get her to listen to this. Oh, man. Um, That's so good. She'll like it. She's like, Andy was good. Uh, <laughs> she loves you, mate. I love Andy. Yeah, so I went back to Bournemouth uh, to be with my mum. And then I'd been away from my girlfriend for like two months and I was like, right, I've got to go live with her. So I went to go live with her in Birmingham. And like all through that, because I was moving around, because I was like, and then I moved back to London again, um, but to my new place, which I'd planned to move into anyway. Yeah. So um, that was all over the space of like three, four months. Um, And essentially what happened was I just didn't, I think, and again, this is what I was saying about creative structure earlier. You can be a creative, you can be someone who has all of this energy or, and I think some people need to work out where they are on the spectrum, and I'm still doing it. Or you're someone who is a really good facilitator. You're someone who's really good at like, okay, we need these people in this room. We need this thing to happen. We need, mm. um, uh, we don't have a plot device for this yet. You may not be the person to come up with a plot device, but you can be the person who goes, that doesn't quite work. And where you end up in that, in that pool of creativity, whether you're a producer, a critic, a writer, a director, an editor, a a stage manager, a runner, whatever you are, your creative energy, I think you're you're part of a creative environment, so therefore there must be some kind of creativity in you. It's very rarely you find people with nothing, but I think think you find people sometimes who are in the wrong job for what they do. Yeah, totally. And I don't want to be that guy. I never, ever... I'm much more. I'm constantly thinking about it. I don't. I want to be the. 
I don't want to be a burden or a drain on anyone around me. It, mm. It's one of my biggest fears, being that person who, so I walk out of a room, people go, for fuck's sake, which is why <laughs> I over-explain myself, and I, yeah, yeah. I will be on the train home worrying about what I said to your flatmate. Like, not... Not that it went wrong, but like I just don't want people to look at me and go, "He's a burden." I want people to look at me and go, "Fuck me, he's 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 cool to be around because you, yeah, you yeah. like his energy. You want to be creative with him." Yeah. And that I you know I hope that's not in a self destructive way or in a, in a way that you know don't care about what people think kind of thing. But you do, you have to a little bit. Like yeah, you have to. Cares what people think, surely? Of course they do. Because if they didn't like what exactly like <laughs> psychopath. <laughs> Of course you care, yeah. and, I, and it's I, for the better as well. And I care because I want people to feel good. I yeah, care because yeah, I yeah. want people to yeah. be creative and make things and have better things and mm. like things and, and enjoy their life. So when so when so you just spoke to my flatmate George, who was in the previous episode of the podcast. Uh, shout out George, who's you can hear his music in the shower. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, he's on the planes. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> on the planes. He. Uh, he said that his auntie saw the show that you were in. Oh yeah, and said she loved it. Great. <laughs> and so then what? So then you want to make people feel good. You want to make yeah. people. You want to be that person. Yeah. And you did that. Yeah. And so it's interesting. Then there's like how do, how do you how do you kind of because you're you're also you're you're a very confident person, but you're also a quite. I'm just going to explain who you are right now. No, mate. You're, you're, but you, you're also quite a self-deprecating person. You do. You self-deprecate yourself a few times already in this mm. pod. And it's like, you want, you want to make people feel good. You want to be that person who like, makes people have a nice evening. And George's auntie said that she saw the show and, and mm. loved it. So you are that person. And so it's, I know it's yeah. hard. I know it's hard to like look at yourself and go, and like I, I'm trying to work it out for myself as well to you know just you know be alright with yourself mm. I know it's difficult but also mm. like you, you've you done that you know also like have you like have you got that voice note that I sent you which one so I sent you a voice note when I first listened to your podcast going I want to make a podcast yes. as well maybe we should play it at the end okay I, think I kept it I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny. I, think I, think I played it to Nandi oh that's so yeah. sweet but I think it'd be but, funny. Yeah, it just be it's like. But I think that like that's that's what you did. You've done that. I suppose the thing is, mate, is like thank you. I, I don't need to that. tell I, again. No, no, no. I, no, I don't no, need no. to tell you no, that no. you did that. But like you know, it's interesting. Then you like how you then look at that. How you then look at jobs in the future? Yeah. And be like, okay, this is still a job and it's still a practicality. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I'm still doing that. I'm doing that. And if that's my if that's my goal, then I'm achieving it. I still need to keep achieving it. But I'm but I am doing it. I am achieving it. I think, yeah, thanks, man. I, like, I, I suppose it's all in the process of me working myself out, and I'll probably listen back to this in five years and go, "Oh God, um, <laughs> I'm currently already listening back to <laughs> what I'm saying two minutes in the future and going, yeah. oh God." But uh, it all comes from a good place. It all comes from a good place. I know, I know it does. I just need to work out how it comes out, um, and. I um, I think it's all a, a process of like going like right. I know I have all this creative energy, and it can come out in so many different ways, mm. and it can come out in the wrong way. I know it can, and 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 probably selfishly, and part of working this out is like, who is this for? Mm. <laughs> is this for me or is this for other people? And I want it for to be other, about other people, mm. but obviously you have to protect yourself as well. You have to benefit yourself in some way. 
but but where does that balance lie? Where does that is it sixty forty? Is it whatever it is? But it's interesting that you say someone will go. Oh, I love the show, and like I, honestly, I'm like, yeah, I saw you. I don't you really mind. Like, okay. <laughs> like, oh, thanks. Like, that's nice. Yeah, because yeah. that's but and that's the thing, isn't it? It's like it's. I love that they enjoy the show, but I guess the balance at the moment in my head is probably off. Of going like if that is genuinely what I want to do, and I need to work out then I need to work out how I get those, because I believe that is what I want to do, but I need to work out how I get those kicks, kind of. And I think it's mainly when I can directly affect people. I mm-hmm. think that's like, I, I, someone indirectly enjoyed the show that I was in, that's great. I love teaching. I love teaching. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. directing. I love being, the most amazing part of that process of the job I did was in the room. Yeah. I loved that, because I could directly influence what was going on. And I was lucky enough to have a really great creative team who who were really responsive to my ideas and stuff. That's listen, I'm obviously very lucky with that with that. But the that's what I loved, being directly, directly involved and go making something better in front of my eyes. And that's when I love it. And seeing the show be tangibly better because I Because of your Inputs, yes, inputs. Which is a ma- obviously yeah. my ego contribution. In- obviously, my ego is involved there. Obviously, it is. But yeah, it's cru- involved, crucially, but- that is because I want the show to be better, yeah. or I want the I'm going to stay up another hour because I want the podcast to be better for other people. Yeah, because I, I cringe at the thought of people listening to bad audio, whatever it is. Yeah, 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 Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, I, and I, I, I know it's there. I know it. I know that that want for and desire for other people to be to benefit from what I do is there. I just prefer it directly and I suppose I need to learn in part of that balance to love it indirectly as well. Hmm. Like I, yeah, I sort of, hmm. I'm sure George's auntie is a lovely person but like, you know, you know when someone comes to the show and they're like, oh, I loved it. I'm like, great. Like it just, yeah. it because it doesn't, it, yeah, it's my ignorance or whatever kind of, it doesn't come into your head. You don't go like, oh, right, yeah. I, I did that or whatever I just sort of go oh she loved the lights and the set and everyone mm. everyone around I don't think oh that was me I just go that's great like everyone everyone did a great job and she enjoyed it I was yeah everyone the, and you I, of course but I, I wasn't <laughs> yeah. I, but I wasn't that wasn't me directly do you know what I mean so it was me part of something that came to a massive audience and one person and mm. came away blah 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 so the, the there's so many gates to get through there mm. but when I can directly influence something, which is what I want to direct, which is what I want to write, which is what I want to do mm. all that stuff. I can directly influence something, make something really sick, and then and then we all win. Yeah. Everyone wins when you go to see a good show. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wins. The audience loves it, the actors love it, the musicians love it, the lighting techs love it. Everyone SNs, loves it. SNs, producers, producers ushers, editors, yeah, yeah, yeah. ushers, chaperones, yeah, yeah, yeah. drama turks. Everyone loves it. Yeah. And I want to be that person who right. makes that happen because then everyone wins. Sweet. Um, what, so we usually try and get everyone to give a recommendation at the end. Okay. So it's in the same way that like your podcast or something, and I sent a text to you saying that like, it's a bit wanky, but it's the idea of like giving a gift. Sure. And so hopefully you can give someone that moment of, oh, like that's why I want to be an actor because I've seen this thing or listened to this thing so what would your recommendation of like TV, film, book I was going to get 1975 you're going to say 1975 
Alex, is, Alex, is, the, Alex is the biggest 1975 fan I think I've ever seen. And I can't... But you're the only person I can talk to about it because everyone else in my sort of circle of friends not hates the 1975. Why? <laughs> no! Right, okay. Okay. Can well, I, can you, I do you two? Do, you can do two, of course. Okay. Of course. Okay. This is my plead to listeners. And I'm actually directly appealing to any of Andy's friends who don't like the 1925. It's the only people who are going to listen to this. And even they <laughs> That's are, not true. Even they are. <laughs> My mum will listen to it. Um, listen to, in order, It's Not Living If It's Not With You, Sincerity Is Scary, and If You're Too Shy Let Me Know, on good headphones. And if you don't like them afterwards, I 100%, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to accept that, okay? But... This is the thing, I want to share it. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I want you yeah. to love it. I want you to love it. They're the fucking best band in the world. I love them so much. <laughs> and you introduced me to them as well. It's another Mate, thing that I'm I just trying it. to be I on your, your yeah. band work. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, so, yeah, those three songs. If you're too shy, uh, um, uh, it's not living if it's not with you. Sincerity is scary. If you're too shy, let me know. And at the end of that, that's totally fine. I just can't stand people who go, I don't like 1975, what do we listen to? Chocolate. Okay, well, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, one, yeah. that's like saying I don't like Snow Patrol because I've heard Chasing Cars. That's a terrible example, Alex. Uh, it's like saying I don't like the Beatles because I've heard Hey Jude, hey Jude once. It's yeah. like, well, you haven't listened to Of course not, yeah. Um, okay, and then what was the other one? I don't know. I, love well, I didn't listen to so, so keen to, <laughs> it's your recommendation. to get the 1975 out there. So I'm recommending... Something that got me into acting. Well, something that you feel could give someone that moment again. But, like, you know, it okay. can come from music, film, okay. you know, whatever. But it's with that, it's with that mo- uh, motivation, let's say, in mind. Alex it's, has gone over to his phone. It's, He's okay. going to go between his phone. Okay. Creative. If, okay. I, I can. What are you doing? I can only do so much talking. <laughs> there's there's a guitar riff at the beginning of It's Not Living If It's Not With You. And if you listen to that on headphones and it doesn't just make you groove and feel more inspired, just listen to that on a sunny day or on a bus, on a walk. If it doesn't give you that kind of breath of fresh air that you need, just a reminder that how fucking great music can be, how transformative that can be. And how good new music can How be. good new I music I hate that be. argument of like, no, no good music's ever been in the no, early 2000s. It's like, only, well... Only the Smiths are Oh, because Rolling Stones and you know, Jimi Hendrix were the only bands and artists yeah. at that time. No. So, of course, you know. Um, that's my recommendation. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a good I can't, one. I can't... Yeah, I just love it. I love yeah. it. And, it. and you can feel it as well, like, when you speak about it. I want to play this voice note. Have you got the voice note? Okay. So I don't remember what I said. I just remember saying that I listened to your pod and, uh, like, I mean, I'm not an Arsenal supporter at all, but it just it just gave me that feeling that you describe of being like, oh, that was just nice. That was just a nice thing to listen to that wasn't anything to do with current state of affairs. It wasn't anything... It just, it just, made, it just gave me joy. And I'm biased because you're my mate, but, like... It gave but, me that. It gave me that feeling that I want you to try and give to other people. But that, that directly, when you sent me this, yeah, I was buzzing. Okay, because I directly influenced. This yes, and I exactly. was so happy. So. Yeah. Okay. Mate, I absolutely love your podcast. I'm not interested in Arsenal at all, but it's just brilliant. It's just so funny, and you're very natural, and you're very cool, and I love you very much. And honestly, it makes me want to 
make a podcast like really really badly and i've just been walking home and just wanting to make this podcast and so thank you for inspiring me i love you very much that is the coolest yeah, thing yeah. Oh, no. oh my no, god no, mate. That, the amount of arsenic i've done to you today yeah you, you need to punch me in it balance it out that ties it up that yeah. is the coolest thing i can possibly do yeah genuinely yeah. So thank you for listening to it and for for saying that because it means so much. Like that is the coolest thing. Alex, mate, thank you. thank you very much, mate. I want to shake your hand, yeah. but I've known you to. I'll give you a hug. I'll give you a hug. This podcast is produced by me, Andy Sellers, and edited by Danny Hall. Thank you for listening.